What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Was It Good Enough Movie Review Podcast. And in this episode, I will be discussing the Avengers Endgame. It is finally here. I saw it last night. I meant to get this up earlier. Work was a little busy. Also meant to get my favorite scenes and favorite movies from Marvel up. So basically, we're going to do a combination this episode. Not make it too long. We're just going to go into the movie briefly because I am not going to give absolutely anything away. I do not want to be that guy. So I'm not even going to play a trailer because in case you haven't watched any trailers, I don't want you to hear it. Avengers Endgame. The movie was phenomenal. I I figured it would be, along with millions of other people, uh, assumed there was no way this movie was going to be bad. It was three hours and some change. It was directed by the Russo brothers, who also did Infinity War, Civil War, and Winter Soldier. You know the characters in it. If you're listening to this podcast, this episode, then you know who is in it. You know what the characters are. You know what's at stake. This is a continuation from Infinity War. So we're faced with the aftermath of half the population of the entire universe disappearing, and they have to figure out a way to fix it. And this movie did not disappoint. It was just, it was amazing. I feel like it was a nice culmination of 11 years because like a lot of you out there, I have been watching these movies since 2008 with Iron Man. So it was so interesting to kind of see everything come to an end. So like I said, no details. I will do a spoiler review probably in a week. I don't want to do it too soon. Wanting to make sure I give everybody enough time to see the movie. The numbers on this movie are insane with what it's making. I believe it made $140 million yesterday, and that's not including what it's already made from other world premieres, uh, other country premieres, I should say. So uh, I believe they have 8,000 sold-out screenings over the weekend, and AMC is staying open 72 hours straight because of the demand. So we have never seen anything like this. Um, in my opinion, this might be the Star Wars of our generation simply because those were such a big deal when they came out. The new ones have been a big deal, but there was something prestigious about the old ones, the original three. And I feel like this is the kind of event, it's in in my opinion, the largest cinematic event in history, just for the universe that they've built and the quality they put out and what they've been able to do. It was just so impressive. In terms of the, the movie itself, I know some people are saying it was too long. Some people are saying the first act could have been trimmed down because it's a little slow. I completely disagree with that. I feel like every minute of the movie was used. If anything, we could have used a bit more. I'm curious to see what they left on the cutting room floor. I enjoyed the first act thoroughly. It was a very slow burn, dramatic feel to it, but it should have that given the circumstances that we were facing at the end of Infinity War. And... I feel like the third act might be one of the greatest third acts of, I mean, it's it's by far the best third act of any comic book movie, in my opinion. And it's up there in terms of just general movies because of how well constructed and well done it was. It was just, it was just an amazing thing to behold. I don't want to say anything else. I don't want to slip up. There is nothing that I want to give away. So, Obviously, this movie is highly recommended. If I was giving grades, it would be an A+. If I was giving stars, it would be 5. Any scale that you can think of, this would be the max of that scale. It was that kind of movie. It was magical. It felt almost old school in terms of 
the crowd and being pumped and people clapping at certain scenes and and just the, the entire audience was just engaged and that just shows you the type of of material that these these studio the studio has been putting out for you know 11 years so anyway guys that is it for the uh for the end game review so let's talk a little bit just real quick about some of my favorite things from Marvel over the years, because like I said, I've been there since Iron Man, like a lot of you, 2008, it kicked off one of the most amazing things we've ever seen within movies and within cinema. And I really feel like what they've done is legitimize comic book movies simply because, uh, I mean, no, Christopher Nolan did that with the Dark Knight movies with that entire trilogy. I feel like a lot of people were thinking that was more or less a one-off because it was realistic and contained. But what they've been able to do, what Marvel's been able to do in Disney over the course of 11 years has been nothing short of spectacular. So let's revisit some of those. First, let's talk about some of my favorite scenes. And in the original episode I wanted to do, I was going to play a clip from each scene, but time got the best of me, work's been crazy. So so we'll start from, from honorable mentions and go to one. My two honorable mentions are the Thor entrance in Thor Ragnarok and his entrance in Infinity War. His entrance at the end of Ragnarok, whenever they start playing Led Zeppelin, is nothing short of magical. It is just so well done. The action, everything about it was good. I've seen that movie probably six or seven times now, and that third act never gets old. And his entrance in Infinity War was equally as good. I played a clip at the beginning, actually, in my my intro just for this episode. I used that. When he says bring me Thanos as he lands with Stormbreaker, it was just, it was amazing. And I believe at that point for that, for between Ragnarok and, and his entrance in Infinity War kind of made him the MVP, so to speak, for a time. So those two, th- those two scenes were great. When this is a one that everybody loves, obviously, but in the original Avengers, the very first one we get when uh, they're about to go to war and they're talking and the Hulk, they ask the Hulk, uh, Captain America has an exchange with him. And he says, I'm all, I'm always angry. And that's when he punches that giant alien snake in the face. And it was just so good. It was such a great scene. And the Avengers was such a great movie because it never should have worked, but they somehow made it work. And it should have been this Almost it should have been bad, honestly. There should have been no way to get all these characters to share the screen together, work out, and have them all have their own arcs and have their own stories. And they just, Joss Whedon handled it beautifully. That was a well-written scene. It was a very good scene. That third act was another one that was just really good with New York. So I'm Always Angry was just a, a really good scene. Number two was kind of a kind of a downer one, but I felt like it was so good and it added some heaviness to Marvel that I feel like they needed. It almost was the adult in the room. And that is Steve Rogers and Peggy and Winter Soldier when he has that exchange with her, because obviously she's elderly now. She has some dementia and there's so much happening in the scene. And it, it kind of re- removed us from the whimsical nature of the actual idea that we're watching a comic book movie and kind of made it so much more grounded and realistic and you kind of felt Steve Rogers pain with what he'd lost. So that scene was great. And uh, yeah, the only reason it's not number one is because the number one is one of the best scenes in Marvel. It it is the best scene in Marvel, in my opinion, but also it's one of the better scenes of any movie. It was so well-written and so well-acted. And that's the Spider-Man car scene 
with Michael Keaton when he is driving them to the dance. And you've got Tom Holland. He knows Michael Keaton is the vulture. And Michael Keaton is slowly putting it together that Peter is Spider-Man. But the camera angles, I believe it was John uh, John Watts, I think, that directed that one. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was. The camera angles that they took and the review mirror shots and the score that was being played and everything as they play this like cat and mouse game in front of us was just so good. Such a great scene. I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie. Like it was a solid movie, but I'm not technically a huge Spider-Man fan. But that scene and Michael Keaton's performance in general made that movie worth it. Those are my favorite scenes from Marvel. That was just a quick rundown. Now let's talk about favorite movies real quick. And before I do, I did forget to mention how ridiculously amazing the score in Endgame was. The score was just, it was amazing. I forgot to mention that earlier. So yeah, that was really good. So top three favorite Marvel movies real quick with two honorable mentions. And uh, my honorable mentions are Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Iron Man was so great because it set the tone. It set the tone for everything that we would get moving forward. Robert Downey Jr. was so great. He And the fact that him and John Favreau made this movie and made it work and made it so much fun and such a joy to watch was just mind-blowing. And then Guardians of the Galaxy comes along and it added this intergalactic feel to what Marvel was already doing. But then you also have just something completely hilarious. Like James Gunn took it by, like for anyone who watched James Gunn movies before this knew what kind of writer he was, but he brought such a flair that I feel like these characters deserved. I feel like a a movie like Guardians of the Galaxy or a lineup like that, like from the comic books, it deserved what we got with James Gunn. So I'm super stoked he's coming back to do the third one because I feel like it'll allow him to cap off the trilogy. Yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy had to be mentioned. My top three favorite, number three, The Avengers. And obviously I mentioned this earlier when we were talking about the I'm always angry scene. But The Avengers, as I said, should have never worked. Nothing about this movie should have clicked the way it did. But Joss Whedon just knows how to write. But yeah, no, it was it's just one of those movies that really just commanded that you pay attention to Marvel and that you know what they're doing is real. And they had such a larger scope and view. And obviously the end, the post-credit when they introduced Thanos was a huge deal when you're watching it because, you know, obviously here we are, I think seven years later, I think it was in 2012 or 2011, you know, now we're seeing Thanos and Infinity War and Endgame. So yeah, it was, uh, it was just really cool. Speaking of Infinity War, that is my number two. That movie was something else. It gave you exactly what you wanted in terms of what would happen when when these guys face something they can't beat and you saw how broken they were and it was such a devastating moment and but all the characters had something to do and the Russo brothers just kept spinning this ridiculously complex web and they juggled it so well and every character was doing their own thing and the biggest thing is it all made sense like did it feel a little rushed yeah but They had a lot to do in two and a half hours. I I feel like that one should have been three hours as well, but that's just me because I I think spending more time with the characters would have benefited the story. But either way, it was a great movie. It it was, it was just, it was great. Josh Brolin as Thanos. And then my favorite movie, the number one favorite Marvel movie, and in my opinion, their best movie, Winter Soldier. 
And Captain America is my favorite character in the comics and in in the movies. And this movie really added a layer to the universe we didn't know we needed until we got it. The Russo brothers made this weird political thriller, but then you put in the the like the, the crazy comic book angle. You introduce like the winter soldier who is the best friend who Steve thought was dead. And there's so many things going on as Steve slowly begins to realize he can't trust anyone. S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't what he thought. They're basically trying to be a tyrant to the world and police people and and take care of crimes before they're committed, which is all insane. And it's all tyrannical behavior. And and Steve was just so broken by that because he just the system is what he believed in. Like he he's always been a company man. He's always been the soldier. So it was just great to see to see that character face so much adversity and then the ripple effect that that had throughout the rest of the universe in terms of shield and who you can and can't trust and rounding every like trying to find Hydra and this and that. Like it was just it was so so well done. And by far it's my favorite. And you know I'm not I didn't include Endgame for obvious reasons for scenes or top three or anything because I can't I don't want to talk about it. So once I do my spoiler review, we'll talk about that a little more. But that'll pretty much do it, guys. And uh, and like I said, I really wanted to do a, a better episode with playing some of the clips and talking about things a little more, but I just couldn't do it. So I wanted to combine them. Either way, let me know in those comments what's your favorite Marvel movie. Do you have any favorite scenes? What did you think of Endgame? Make sure if you leave comments on Instagram, there's no spoilers in them because you don't want to ruin it for anybody else. Yeah, that's it, guys. Was it good enough on Instagram? Was it good enough at gmail.com? But I hope you guys get out there, see Endgame this weekend. Hope you enjoy it. And aside from that, have a great weekend. And thanks for listening, guys.